to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and also sometimes responds to every movie show and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this episode, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. Um, and I don't know why I said love. We, we would like it. But you know what we really would, would love? love it. Tony would love it if you followed us on Twitter and he would talk to you and you could send messages back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love it. And I think Tony also would love it if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use that you can use to give people ratings. That would be the absolute best thing you can do. And now that that's out of the way, uh, we would love to start talking about the Defenders. That's that's what we're starting now. Yay, eight weeks of the Defenders. Uh, and so now we're on episode one, The H Word, which originally premiered August 18th of 2017. And as always, here's a brief breakdown of what happens in this episode. While hunting the hand in Cambodia, in a city in Cambodia I can't pronounce... Uh, Danny Rand and Colleen Wing are told uh, that the war they are fighting is actually taking place in New York City, the place that they left at the end of the previous show. Anyway, in New York, Matt Murdock has given up being Daredevil and is winning court cases. He remains uh, guilty, or he keeps feeling guilty due to the death of Elektra. He meets with Karen and has an awkward lunch. Luke is released from prison to the streets of Harlem, where he is reunited with both Claire and Misty, and do very different activities with each of them. Misty informs him of the local kids who have been getting involved with a mysterious business and end up dead. Jessica Jones discovers explosives while searching for a missing husband that an anonymous caller warned her to avoid. Then we meet a rich white woman who, uh, after learning that all her major organs are failing um, and has little time to live, informs Madame Gal to speed up their plans and subsequently watches with a resurrected Electra as a large earthquake tears through New York. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, you, you listed a lot of heroes there. This is This is like... <laughs> Some flashbacks to an Avengers movie or something. Just the amount of characters that we're going to have to cover throughout these these next eight weeks. <laughs> yeah, lots of people. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, most of them do like one or two sentences worth of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. I, I don't see that affecting uh, yeah. the length of the shows that, that much. <laughs> no. Well, we got to speed it up with our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. <laughs> You are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? All right, anything out? Nope. As per usual, I've got nothing. All right. This is actually real light on uh, Easter eggs. Lots of connections, but light on Easter eggs. Um, We'll start with the title, the H word, which either means the word hero or the word hella, which is frowned upon outside of Northern California. Um, in fact, Jessica tells uh, Trish not to use the H word. And then later, uh, Luke tells that kid, I think his name's Cole, that uh, he calls him a hero. And a, a hero is your word, not mine. So both of them offended by the H word. Hmm. Um, yeah, so. I think it's hella. They, <laughs> I don't hear it once through this whole thing. It's because they don't say it. <laughs> I mean, that, that makes sense. Uh, they said hero in the show, so mm-hmm. it can't be that because they actually called out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So. Um, next thing I want to talk about is the opening credits, which I actually like. I think after Jessica, no, not after Jessica, after um, uh, Daredevil, this is my favorite credits with the, using the colors of uh, their colors in the city. Uh, to kind of illustrate all our heroes. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it, it was good. You know, it, it reminds me of, um, well, it's kind of a mixture, I think, of the, the intros of the different, the, the other different shows that existed, right? It, except for Iron Fist. That one was just its own <laughs> separate thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, no, like, it kind of has, because uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, you know, uh, the, the Daredevil one kind of did outlines of stuff. Um, they, they, I think they all did stuff with the city. I know Luke Cage also did yeah. stuff involving the city. 
Uh, I don't remember much about Jessica Jones. Jessica's is more of the private eye thing, taking pictures of people and all in purple. Okay, got it. Yeah. But, yeah. And Iron Fist was, like, in Sludge? <laughs> yeah, it, it was just like a shadow silhouette of a guy doing martial mm-hmm. arts in different places. Yep. Okay. So. And then my last Easter egg is uh, John Raymond, the guy Jessica is looking for. In the comics, he is not a real person. In the Patsy Walker comic, which they said was actually fake about, like, Patsy Walker, like, you know, the Patsy um, TV show that Trisha was in, mm-hmm. and, like, it's fake within the universe, she has a comic about herself. And uh, John Raymond was the name of her boyfriend within the comics, so he's not even real in the comics. <laughs> but he okay. appeared in Patsy Walker number 117 in October of 1964. <laughs> so. Well, at least it's, you know, they, they drew inspiration from, from somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really interesting that they, they just grabbed a name from there. I mean, they could just make up a name. Yeah, I... I would have actually thought that they just made up a name and it happened to be this guy if it wasn't the Patsy Walker comic. <laughs> if Trish wasn't in this show. Yeah, that's true. It, it really could have been a coincidence. Yep. Because it's it's such a generic yeah. white person name. Also, and he was right? only in one issue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. That's right. So we have quite the list. Uh, let's see. Uh, we can start with Danny because it's him and Colleen in the first. Yeah, I just wrote them down in the order that they showed up. So, okay, cool. Um, so one of the things that Tony, you and I have talked about, but I just want to call it out right now for our listeners. Um, in previous shows, we've upgraded some side characters to heroes. Um, for this show, we're kind of going to be downgrading them, uh, even though they do heroic things. They're not really main characters. They are still side characters. Um, Misty and Claire are, I think, the two main ones. I, and Colleen. Didn't, I, I was going to ask about Colleen. Okay, also. Yeah. All right. So so the all of the women who aren't Jessica Jones, basically, is what you're saying. Okay. Like, Tony said it, not me. Just, just throwing that out there. Liar! <laughs> but they also probably got, you know, lower paychecks, I'm sure, for filming. Because, you know, less scene time and stuff well, that they did frankly as long as chris and ritter got the same as the other guys i'm fine with it <laughs> oh yeah same here yeah. yeah i don't know but and i doubt it because of the way the world works but i hope she got the same exactly mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> all right but we'll start off with danny doing what he does best failing to save a guy from a mysterious fighter <laughs> yeah uh i mean you know, th- this shows up like partway through a fight, towards the end of a fight. So there was obviously some sort of uh, chase because this mystery guy was fighting who we later at the end of the episode find out is Electra. Huh. Uh, but when the episode starts, it's Electra versus Colleen. So we don't know where Danny was. He just kind of shows up late. No. I think he was probably like knocked down for a bit because we know even though she's not in the hero section, Colleen is the actual hero of the show. Yeah. Of her show. Oh, you know what? Sorry, I, I misspoke. The episode starts with that guy in Electra fighting. And then oh. and then Danny shows up, and then later Colleen shows up. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I did that wrong. Uh, when I first saw it, my first thought was that was Colleen versus ah. this random guy. So that that's what... So, anyway. So Danny, does he now have control to turn his fist on, like, low setting? <laughs> I... I mean, it it still feels like he doesn't have a lot of control because he has to focus really hard. Mm-hmm. Like when we were watching the the Iron Fist show, there was that scene or that recording of the other Iron Fist, the guy who had two glowing oh, Iron yeah. Fists. Yeah, well, he's twice the Iron Fist. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he could just turn it on at will. Like he had much better control over that. 
So Danny is still learning, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but the thing is that he doesn't blow up Electro when he punches her. Though he doesn't make <laughs> her disappear, which that might be a new power. <laughs> he atomizes her. <laughs> I think that's her power. Or she he punched her so hard she went to New York. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just woke up there two days later. Yep. Okay. That, that that could be it. Yeah. Teleporting fist. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean the whole all the scenes in the jet we get later, he could have just punched Colleen and punched himself to New York. I don't know why they were wasting fuel. It's not good. <laughs> I you know it's a one off. He uh he can only do it like once per day. Well yeah, he... and and then he didn't think about it. Yeah. I mean we were you're right because he's like he's not good at using the fist yet. So mm-hmm. he probably did that on accident. He's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> she got away, Colleen. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Cuz it's so bad because he punches her directly forward and he's watching her the entire time mm-hmm. and, and then she's just what gone? should be a wall yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah, yeah. It, that's all that that must be it like this is the only explanation <laughs> i think so <laughs> uh so yeah before the guy dies he tells danny to go home to new york city to fight the hand mm-hmm. which he danny already knew was there so, why he hung out in Cambodia for a while? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I think ever since the end of the Iron Fist show, like he's just been searching for Kunlun. Mm-hmm. So, I, I left it right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is he retracing his steps, like how he got back to? America the first time. He's like, oh, I'm maybe. sure I left it here, but if not, I'll just go back to... <laughs> He'll try it again. Try doing that that travel. Like, okay, maybe maybe go backwards and then back to Kunla. Maybe he took the wrong left. Yeah. And there's some other mystical monastery city that went missing. Maybe. I mean, there are like, what, 12 cities? Like, mystical cities? Kunla is one of them. Yeah. So yeah, I, there you go. Yeah, maybe one of the other cities is like in the sewers of in under the city in Cambodia. He's looking for that that one. <laughs> oh, maybe he was searching. I mean, we we don't know anything. Like, I, I don't know if we'll ever even find out how Danny and Colleen found this guy. Not until unfortunately they're both recast, or maybe just Danny's recast and Colleen is still in the show. <laughs> I I really hope no one gets recast. I really hope all of these characters come back. But yeah, yeah, we we should on uh, Danny too much. But that's true. I I'm sure as an actor he's good, but yeah. the character just I got some problems with the character. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, Danny's yeah. having night terrors because he feels guilty for allowing the hand to win. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. Um, he's he's guilty that he left, and now all of a sudden Kunlun is gone. So there's mm-hmm. that, and he's assuming that they're all dead, which I'm sure a handful of them are. We don't know how many, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, all I have is Danny and Colleen return to New York. <laughs> yeah, they do. They yeah. see the results of an earthquake, I guess, and yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Danny, we're that good job. <laughs> yeah, he's he he returned. That was his plot line for the episode. Mm-hmm. Him and Colleen went back to New York. Yay! <laughs> All right, uh, I've got Jessica next. She's the next person we see. Cool. Same here. She's um still doing what she's doing. Like all of these characters, this is the the result of or the right after their last season ended. Right. Yeah. Um, so Jessica's still getting hammered every night mm-hmm. until the bar closes in New York. Yeah, which is dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, there's no 
time where they have to close. I guess they can be open 24 seven, but you know, come on. I know. No one's <laughs> Who no wants one to run a than... bar for that long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why, why, why are you still going to be working at a bar at 7am? No one's coming in. And if they are, you, you really got to pull out the flyers to, yeah. to help. And then people. Jessica's not paying for anything. She's just sleeping there. So yeah, kick her out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. She, she did pass out. Uh, um, so, because of her powers, does it take significantly more to get her drunk than a regular person? That's a good question. So, I I don't know if I would assume significant, because she is tougher of a human, like, mm-hmm. but she's not, like, she's not super tough, right? Like, a, a normal person punching her would still hurt. Yeah. Um, probably less so than if a normal person punched me. I would be sitting down in pain. <laughs> why? Why did you do that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she would at least punch back. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, so, although if I feel like if I punch them back and I knew they would like fly into a wall or teleport to New York, I I wouldn't react so poorly about being punched. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe I mean she does drink a lot more, like on, like on a regular basis. Yeah. So I'm sure that is part of it. I'm guessing she has some higher healing factor. Actually, no, she has talked about that about mm-hmm. healing faster. So, so it, my association is if she heals faster, her body probably recovers from alcohol faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why she's got constantly drink. <laughs> Yeah, that's why she. Yeah, why she has to. Yes, I no, honestly it's... think that if she didn't have any healing factor at all, she'd be dead. <laughs> like uh, just alcohol poisoning. Uh, yeah, that might be it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So she saves Trisha's car from being towed by like pulling on the back of the car, which like I think logistically it would break the car before it breaks the hitch. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's got to at least pull something off of the car. Yeah, front bumper. Yeah, I feel like a hitch is stronger than a car, or else you couldn't pull the car with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would think that. Yeah, yeah. And she's, I mean, Jessica's just Jessica. She refuses to answer the phone after defeating Kilgrave. Mm-hmm. Um, because she doesn't want to be the H word, which is hella tight. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it, it was interesting because, um, you know, looking at, at every, like, the other heroes in terms of bringing them into the show, into, like, the plot line for this season, this limited series, as Netflix calls it, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone kind of makes sense because they're, they're, they're not really the H word, but uh, with her, you know, someone shows up like, hey, we need your help. And then she's like, nah, but then she gets the call and someone's like, hey, don't do that thing that you already aren't going to do. Well, obviously now I have to. So she's only doing this out of spite. My thought was that was like the little girl, the daughter who's like, hella, like Jessica Jones like. (laughs) Uh, She's like, I'll get her to do it because this works on me. And she used the voice thing to call (laughs) it. Did you actually think that? No, I did not. Oh, all right. I did not remember who was calling. Like, I thought it was something much more mysterious than it actually is. We find out eventually. Mm-hmm. But. Same. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So they find out where the call is from. Malcolm's helping out. So that's one big change from the previous, the beginning of the previous season was mm-hmm. Malcolm's there trying to get her to do anything. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. he's got a little bit. He's he's helped her apartment a little, as far as we can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, he is on the payroll, barely on the payroll. I don't remember if he says that in this episode or next week, though. But mm-hmm. yeah, next episode. Oh, all right. Yeah, which is the fact. Well, we'll talk about that next week, so we okay. won't talk about payrolls. That um, sounds good. Yeah, but he tells her where to go. To a like where the junkies hang out. You know, if you want to not be found. Um, which I would actually think is Jessica Jones' apartment building, but apparently it's not. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, because he lived there, right, when he was a junkie. 
Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe they did all live there, and then when Jessica became famous for killing Kilgrave, they all moved out. Oh, okay. And he kept in touch with with his old friends. They oh, sent yeah. texts back and forth. They're part of the same iMessages group. Yep, hundred percent. Okay. Um, he still gets the weekly newsletter. Like, if you want to get back into the junkie lifestyle, he knows where to go. Mm-hmm. But he sends uh, a sticker response to say no. Oh, right? yeah. I don't. I don't know how stickers work in iMessage. I don't. Neither do I. I didn't even know you were still referring to iMessage. I'm like, oh. put a <laughs> sticker on the newsletter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So she goes there and finds a lot of C4. Mm-hmm. And she has the proper response to seeing that. <laughs> like, oh, no? Yeah. <laughs> what did she but, say? Uh, oh, her exact quote was, holy shit. Oh, and okay. the scene ends. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, that's that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, we'll talk about what happens with that next. And then <laughs> yeah. she's in a room full of explosives when an earthquake happens. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, on the bright side, from what other TV shows have told me, these things are very stable. Yeah. So as long as they're not, you know, armed with whatever arms them, you're good. Mm-hmm. But that would still scare the crap out of you, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, you know, if, if you're someone who's uneasy with heights and, uh, you know, you're, you're up there, like, it's still a little scary if you trip. And, and you know, like, maybe you're on some high-rise building and you're looking over the windows. Um, even if you know you're completely safe, you're still uneasy about it. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to Luke. Yeah. Uh, he's released from Seagate. Uh, does a, a power move I really like is when they're the warden or whoever that is talking to him is like, Tell him how worthless he is and kind of degrading him. He just breaks the handcuffs, kind of proving, like, if I wanted to leave at any moment, I could have left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. The, so, the warden was talking about all that paperwork that he was doing and all that stuff, like, finally worked. So, he's he's finally out, which is good. Uh, and then Foggy shows up. And they never explain why they took his key. Like, it kind of feels like it was just random happenstance that that was yeah. their their law form. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, like... Oh, no? <laughs> I was going to say, like, <laughs> Claire... Rec- at the end of the season, Claire recommended a lawyer. She was talking about Matt. I was like, maybe she... um Matt gave it to Foggy? Well, I mean, it's possible. Um, so I, I vaguely remember something in the past with Foggy or someone talking to Foggy, maybe Hogarth, talking about at their law firm, they do have that, you know, small percentage of time to helping cases like that, that like, you know, Foggy and, and Matt would work on together. Um, yeah. So I'm sure that's how their law firm ended up with it, but it's it seems like just pure random happenstance that that's what happened. Yeah. I mean, the other other way I could think about it is it wouldn't surprise me if Hogarth was, like, trying to, or her firm might have a department about super-powered criminals or super-powered cr- cases. That's true. Um, at you the same time, I'm sure it's... Just grave and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, they just ended up with that. <laughs> uh, it could also be um, that they just wanted the publicity because yeah. I, mean, I mean if we remember at the end of Luke Cage season one you know he fought um, I forgot that guy's name already uh, Diamondback yeah he fought Diamondback and Diamondback had like that power suit and everything mm-hmm. right and that was on TV like that was filmed we yeah. saw people watching it on the news uh, and well, Luke Cage people being, know him you know, as the H word of Harlem that's right. <laughs> so maybe they just wanted the the publicity and they were thinking like, yeah, this is probably an easy win. So they went with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It makes more sense. More sense mm-hmm. than just the random happenstance. They probably just didn't have the time to get into it. So he returns to Harlem. Uh, Claire is waiting and they go for coffee. Nice coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, Misty shows up. 
probably like less than an hour after he got back to Harlem, which is give give him a day at least. <laughs> I I, I kind of think that she showed up and they were like halfway through drinking coffee and then she just came back. <laughs> yeah, she can hear the coffee through the mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> coffee through the door and just like came back like half an hour later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. this isn't worth it. She, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Let them let them have some semblance of a uh, of a little bit of freedom. It's been mm-hmm. a, he's been gone for I think they said three months, or did I assume that? I honestly don't remember. Okay, they said months, so it has been less than a year. But okay. yeah, which you know, breaking out of prison three months. He, I mean, Hogarth uh, or Foggy was probably really good at getting that down, and he fought. A crime lord, so I guess it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Misty uh, lets him get dressed, then takes him out for a walk. I mean, lets him finish his coffee, and then mm-hmm. takes him out uh, for a walk and kind of explains the new crime that's happening, where uh, young men get rich and then die in cars. <laughs> yep, and it's yeah. all the exact same story. Mm-hmm. So. And then one of them was uh, Candace's brother, which, you know, sucks for Candace's family. Yeah, it does. And and I also completely forgot this, right? Because Candace showing up in Luke Cage Mm -hmm. this uh, season, um, it is a mystery how she died to them. But to us in the the show, we know exactly how she died. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with this. No. I do, I, I give myself credit for remembering who Candace was. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure the first time I saw that, I had no idea who Candace was. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I talked about her for like 13 episodes, or probably <laughs> like eight of those episodes. But That is one of the benefits of doing this show. You know, we, we have to talk about the characters mm-hmm. and all that, so we do remember a lot more. Yep. Uh, yeah, like this time around, I'm going to remember the Defenders way more than I did after watching it the first time, which is, I mean, even just remembering a little bit more is, is already way a ton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so he goes to find Candace's younger brother or other brother. I don't think they specify the ages, but mm-hmm. the third child in the Candace household who's still alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, the the only one still alive. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, everyone in there is starstruck, because everybody knows the H-word of Harlem. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, he finds Cole, and Cole's like, can't do nothing to help me. So um, Luke's like, all right, peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, Luke is, is um, having trouble believing what he says, because uh, he's looking around his... his uh, pretty big looking uh, apartment right and he's saying like all this new stuff so yeah. the guy definitely has some money and he said he's not working he's in between things so no, i don't think he's telling the truth oh well that makes a lot of sense yeah okay. yeah all right and i guess that's it for luke i don't i don't know oh wait no then an earthquake happens <laughs> when you see a shot of him reacting to the earthquake Oh, that's right. He he's walking by the um I guess the memorial of the car where Yeah. I can't remember his name already, where his brother died. Not Can- Luke's brother. Candace's brother. Yes, Candace's brother. I don't remember his name. I don't even know if they say his name. I think she just says it's Candace's brother. Oh, okay. I'm gonna make the assumption it starts with a C. Because Cole and Candace. Oh, okay. Cody? Cody. No, not Cody. 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 Well, he chose one of the widest names ever. Okay. I did. <laughs> it was the first C name I could think of. Cornelius. There we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on to uh, Matt. Mm-hmm. Not, specifically, not Daredevil. Exactly. Because he's he, he's away from that. No more Daredeviling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, he's uh, prepares for court and ignore he should wear like earplugs or something <laughs> so he can't hear the crime on the street yeah that's gotta that's gotta really bother him he's halfway through 
you know, giving some speech and then he hears a car crash and people come out and start arguing with each other and then they're probably going to fight. And then Mm -hmm. he's thinking about that and then he forgets what he's already said and he has to start over. Yeah. Yeah, he probably should. Yeah. But it's okay because he won $11 million for his client. Yeah. And I hope he got some of it. Yeah. I mean, it's making me wonder, did Foggy and Karen hold him back? (laughs) Well, I'm sure that he gets some of that money, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, to keep going. Um, And I, I don't think Foggy and Karen held him back. I think this is just one of those, like, it's rare to end up with this kind of case. Well, no, like, I think they were just really bad at at running their own thing. Like they only wanted to help people who could not pay. Well, the when thing is, really Matt only wanted to help people who want to pay. Foggy <laughs> wanted money. Yeah, Foggy should have taken these cases. This this kind of thing because yeah. I'm sure there are a ton of cases where people genuinely do need, you know, reparations from a large company that screwed them over in some mm-hmm. way. Like like here where this kid may never walk again. Yeah. Oh, all those people suing Rand. That's what Iron I was Fist. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been great if uh if if Matt walked in uh, during that just just for the one scene. Ah, oh, they could have done it too. Mhm. Yeah. But I think it would lose lessen the impact of never seeing them together in the first episode of Defenders. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they knew they were making it. Well, yeah, it was the last one. It was like, yeah. really, we have to make an Iron Fish? I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So after they win, um, he he talks to the kid in the wheelchair who they won the $11 million for, and he tells him like, the truth that no one would ever tell him. It's just like, yeah, you're handicapped, and it's going to suck, mm-hmm. but you can't let it, like destroy or end your life which is probably the kind of thing well it's the same stuff that stick told uh matt when he was younger right yeah yeah it's the the hard truth kind of stuff and stick was definitely the kind of person that would say that stuff Mm -hmm. uh but less uh less of a nice way yeah i mean it was still pretty brutal to hear i mean it was the truth but what matt was saying to that kid Mm mm-hmm which I think, honestly, if Matt were still daredeviling at this moment, he would recruit that kid to fight crime. <laughs> he probably would have. He wouldn't need a sidekick. Yep. Um, I'm just imagining a whole team of people of Matt just recruiting. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So, so what? What do you think his name would be? Because it's not Robin. We know that. No. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Daredevil, this guy would be trapeze artist. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, maybe. Kid Satan. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, Kid Satan. Okay, (laughs) let's go with that and never reference it again. All right, so yeah, Karen's there reporting. Mm -hmm. So they go out to, um, to... I said lunch in the thing, but it's really probably just coffee. Um, and it's definitely awkward. He he yeah. lies to her about saying he doesn't want to be Daredevil anymore. I I think he he's lying to himself, right? Like, because that's the the whole thing we see in this episode, and I think also in next week's episode too that he's he really is trying, like from an from like a, a mentally like uh, intelligent way he knows it's not that like there are things that are helpful about daredevil but you know he never would have helped this kid or been able to help this kid if he were daredeviling Mm -hmm. uh so he he knows that but like emotionally he just wants to punch people i like i think that's it yeah (laughs) so it's this it's this fight for his soul kind of concept that's true Mm mm-hmm um, so I guess, fighting for the soul, I guess we should go to confession. Probably a good idea there, yeah. Yeah. It's been three whole days since the last confession. <laughs> um, do you think Father Lantum is concerned about someone who confesses that often? 
Um, considering Matt grew up there, I don't think so. I, I think because that's like, it's it's like a second home to Matt because he grew up there. It used to be his home. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, Tony, if you ever go visit your parents in your, you know, in, in whatever house they live in, which I assume is the house you grew up in. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like the same thing. It, Father Lantham is, is kind of like a dad to him. He, he this is him visiting his parents. He just happens to tell his dad all of the bad stuff he did recently. Okay. But also, like, <laughs> you just talk to Father Lantham. You don't have to do a, you don't gotta bring God into it. Like, a confession is to clean your soul for, like, confessing all your sins so you're not, like, going to hell. I mean, that there's probably other reasons. I'm not a religious person. <laughs> but um, the fact that he feels like he has to do it three days after his last one. You can let him build up and just do it all at one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's two birds with one stone, right? You know, he, he, he wants to see Father Lantham, even though he can't because of the, the screen in between. But, you know, it's, it's nice to yeah. talk to him. I'm sure it's that. And then while he's there, he might as well... You know, it's on the list. He's going to have to do it eventually. He might as well do it now. He wants to to miss the the Sunday rush. Um, so he's doing it on a, a Friday when there's yeah. less people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then Father Lantham asks him if he really misses being uh, Daredevil or does he is he feeling guilty for moving on from Electra? Which it doesn't seem like he's moving on, so he can't feel that guilty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he's... I'm sure he I'm sure he feels some guilt when he hears crime happening and he he's not there to punch someone in the face. Oh yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, he's definitely not moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though he's not doing anything, which I guess is a step. It's step 1, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's an earthquake, and mm-hmm. he feels like he should help. And we'll see you next episode if he does. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, there was one other thing actually oh. I wanted to call out for for Matt. Um, I forgot about this because my notes were out of order. Um, so when he and Paige were talking when they were having lunch, uh, so that there were some quotes between the two of them where he says that he believes the city is better off without Daredevil, and then Paige says, and the city is better off with Matt Murdock. Um. I feel like that's pretty common among heroes, right? A, a lot of them, in general, uh, are like the best in their field type of people. They're really good at, you know, multiple different kinds of things. Matt Murdock specifically, uh, really good uh, attorney, really good at, uh, you know, reading all this stuff, linking things together, uh, making a case for someone. You know, the the speeches he has to give, um, and then at the same time, he's also, you know, super powered in a sense, uh, well, one of his senses is super powered and then he just <laughs> happens to be in really good shape. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and so both like all of those things about him help people in just very different ways. Mm-hmm. So like, yes, the city I would argue is better off with Matt Murdoch because of the people he's helping, like that kid who he helped uh, get money for. And then the, that company has less money in a sense. So now they have to, probably will have to uh, make changes internally to not do whatever they did to this kid. Yeah, well, we um, don't know what kind of company it is because they could be so rich, it doesn't matter. That's true, yeah. Uh, well, uh, sometimes, or a lot of times, I assume, um, cases like that, part of the... Uh, the um, when when they win, or part of the lawsuit is to, to force them to make a change so mm-hmm. that way they don't do this sort of thing again. Um, that could have happened here, or it could have just not happened at all. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, the thing I was going back with the with the quote with Matt was the, you know, that he, he could do both and, and be good in, in a sense. Um, and but I guess he can only really do one. Right. Because of time, like as, mm-hmm. as a human, I'm sure we all want to do a bunch of things. But, you know, we're seeing with Matt and we have seen with Matt. He can only do one thing at the sacrifice of the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see that with other heroes too, right? Batman, he could help a ton of people. He, you know, he's super rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could build, you know, 
lot of shelters and all this stuff. But no, instead, he wants to punch people in the face. Yeah, I mean, that's why, like, of the people... Well, I mean, no one else has to get into these. I feel like Iron Man is probably the best version because he still helps people <laughs> along with crime fighting. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I mean, we do see... Sometimes it goes poorly, like he builds an Ultron, but mostly it's good. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. Um, we never know how uh, prevalent his clean energy stuff went throughout the world, but mm-hmm. you know, considering Avengers Tower alone was like clean energy, or I don't, yeah. I don't know what he said. Yeah, but that was that was a big thing. If if that just grew to you know work on cities, like oh god, that that helps, that helps everyone. It's true. Or, like, as soon as Tony dies, Pepper's like, all right, forget about this clean energy stuff. Weapons. <laughs> that's right. Back to weapons powered by coal. Yep, that's what, that's what yep. Pepper's been aiming for the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, we good with Daredevil? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, moving on to our villain. That's or, right. I guess villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it, destiny arrives all the same. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage, kill Jessica Jones, and the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Although, I'll just start with Electra. She's there. Mm-hmm. She's alive. Hey, how'd that happen? Yeah. I mean, I think we can assume, considering yeah. in the one season of Daredevil, she blood, was in... We, bowl of blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah we, we found out the hand can bring people back to life. Mm-hmm. And then in Iron Fist, we saw it happen. Yep. Uh-huh. So she's back. Mm-hmm. And so far, not doing anything too evil. She's fighting an Iron Fist. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She she killed a guy. I mean, yes, it's it's bad, but it's not yeah. like super villain bad. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we meet a mysterious Sigourney Weaver like woman. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't we don't know her name, so I need a, I actually wrote her name in the notes. Got pretend like I didn't. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure if we were just going to say it. So. Nope. Okay. Well, I don't know who she is. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so she finds out she's dying and could have a few months and weeks to live. Not too evil. Uh, pretty sad. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah we, we, we don't see her do anything. The The only thing, I guess, evil is about her is that she happens to be Gao's boss. At least yeah. That's what it looks like. So yeah. I'm sure there's some stuff there, uh, but she just doesn't have to get her hands dirty. That's true. I mean, she, I don't understand why she's so concerned. She works with a hand. They can just bring people back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we just talked about that minutes ago, moments ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess we'll see. Um why that matters i don't i don't know i don't know how she knows because she she has to be one of the people that they'll just bring back if she dies right oh yeah uh so and and this has to have happened to her before so yeah i don't know yeah it's weird only a hassle honestly i guess that's true yeah yeah i mean if they did it for um Oh, I forgot his name. The bad yeah, I know guy. Who you're talking about. <laughs> the bad guy in Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they Meacham, would do Harold it for Meacham. Her. Yep, Harold Meacham. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, they did it for him because they were using him, right? They they needed his expertise oh, yeah. and whatever he was doing. Yeah. No, I know. So she's obviously more important. I mean, she's Gao's boss. Gao was yes. Kingpin's boss. I didn't know he was so low on the totem pole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Also. She makes sure Gao stays to feed the birds. <laughs> yeah, 
So she's a bad boss. Yeah. I've got a question about uh, the use of Gao as messenger. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't, we know. Yeah, we don't know who the other members of the hand are yet. Who are there. We can assume the guy from Iron Fist, not Harold Meacham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but why do they choose possibly the slowest person to be their messenger? <laughs> That's, I mean, she gets into a car and then she moves as fast as everyone else. Like, I. Well, yeah, but she's like, she probably he's walking through Central Park. Probably took her like forty five minutes. <laughs> There are roads in Central Park. Are there? Yeah, there are. I didn't know that. Yeah, Yeah, you can drive through it. I mean, it's not like you can't drive everywhere through it, but come on, just load up that Spider-Man game on your PlayStation, and you can see some roads. Oh, okay. That's literally the only way I would know. Like, I've been (laughs) to Central Park, but only, like, the outside edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I, I mean, it's not like separated in blocks like a city block so it's, you're not like driving through all of it but yeah there, you you can drive through no, a good portion of it okay or maybe she got as far as she could in a car and then she gets into one of those horse chariots because those are all around yeah those i knew about um although i would expect like just from her attitude the sigourney weaver like woman was <laughs> um Probably is as far away from a road that she possibly could be. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why Gal shows up and she says, "Ah, oh, you've always liked the spot. Yep, <laughs> like the furthest the, one, the hardest one for me spot. to get to." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they um decided to speed up the process, even though it won't be quiet. What process will be, we don't know. But they're doing it because it will. She needs to make sure she does it before she's dead. <laughs> That's right. And yeah, and then an earthquake hits. Which I'm assuming is related to this. <laughs> uh, I mean, but is it related to the other earthquakes you already spoke about? Is there a whole rash of earthquakes? <laughs> in in New York? I'm pretty sure it's just the one. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although this Sigourney Weaver-like character... Uh, she she just turned to Electra during it, and she says, eh, "It's cool. Uh, you'll get used to seeing uh, cities fall." So okay, this uh this is um scary. Oh yeah, I mean, so are they planning to do earthquakes to a lot of cities? Because like, once they move to the West Coast, it's not going to be that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, buildings are built for them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like out in New York, it's scary as hell because they don't get earthquakes at all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i'll talk i'll talk more about earthquakes next week did a little bit of research but okay right. yeah but that that's good yeah <laughs> all right but that's all i have for this mysterious sigourney weaver like woman is there anything else you got <laughs> no that's it i mean she, again intros to a lot of these characters we yeah. haven't yeah mm-hmm. all right uh moving on to guy in the chair yeah sounds good chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Malcolm's taking care of, uh, like, making sure Jessica's not dead, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's doing the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, she's also pushing him away at every possible turn. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's her M.O. Yeah. He's just persistent. It's like he needs a distraction from his drug his drug addiction. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. You gotta stay off of it, so yeah. Yeah. Right, well. I've got nothing else for him. I mean he had a the, the one scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything else for any other of our supporting characters? <laughs> no, I mean we've talked about all of them. Yeah. Right? Uh Paige, Claire, Misty, Foggy. Um I have, no, I, have it written, I have it written that Misty, Karen, Foggy, Trish, Father Lantern, Claire, and Colleen were there too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. All right, uh, 12% of the plan. I think we're good to move on to that. Yeah. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of the credit. 
12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? I like the usage of color in this. Like, when we see Jessica, it's blue. And when we see Matt, it's red. And then green for Danny and yellow for um Luke. I thought it was a great signifier. Like, because we're flipping, switching back and forth to all these areas and all of these different parts of New York and apparently um Cambodia as well. So we know <laughs> instantly which character we're following. Oh, all right. I like that too. I didn't notice it because um, that's not a thing I usually notice. But mm -hmm. now that you've mentioned it, I also like it. Good. <laughs> I can't wait to see them look like the Power Rangers when they all come together. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else for 12%? No, I've, I've got nothing else. All right. Well, with that, I guess we'll uh, rank, rate this episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? So, Al, how many references to previous seasons of Netflix shows would you give this episode? <laughs> oh, so many, so many references. Uh... But if we were to do this on a rating scale mm -hmm. of one to five, mm -hmm. uh, I, I'd got to give it a two. Um, I mean, it was it was complete intro yeah. type of story. It, it's it's setting up what's going to be happening throughout the season. But I I don't know. N nothing very exciting happened. So yeah, it's it's pretty low for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll give it a two point five, mostly because of the colors I noticed. <laughs> No, it's good to be back with these characters, but they're... It's like the first episode of their seasons. Nothing big happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, join us next week. We will keep talking about Defenders. We'll get on to episode two, which, from what I remember, stuff happens in that episode. So uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, watch it, I guess, so we don't give you a bunch of spoilers, and then, and then listen to us talk about it some more. Um, if you have some other comments you think we should talk about, let us know on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And you can also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. The letter H has a hug sound. There are lots of H words in this song. How many can you hear? I hope you'll happily sing along. Here we go. Ha, ha, ho, ho.